0: Online solutions for simple requests can enhance your management style. Visit ACAM.com to see our menu of digital offerings, all designed to make board and resident life easier. Visit ACAM.com today to learn more. Welcome to Habitat's Problem Solved Series, in which we look at co-op and condo boards facing various challenges and how their professionals help them solve those challenges. I'm Bill Morris, and with me today is Thomas Morrison, the Director of Energy Management at the NPower Group. Thanks for joining us, Tom.
1: Hey, Bill. Thanks for having me. Really excited to discuss energy efficiency today.
0: Speaking of energy efficiency, I understand you have a client in the Bronx, a small co-op that had a low C energy efficiency grade which is better than most the most buildings got a D and yet they were not quite happy with that there was a project that got off the ground how did it start we
1: have a 70 unit a co-op in the heart of the South Bronx they were facing rising energy costs poor letter grade with a low C and penalties for local law 97 And they wanted to do something about that, not only to reduce those penalties and improve their letter grade, but more importantly, to reduce those operating costs to the shareholders so the building could maintain its affordability for working families. So they had a very active board president, Derek Jones, who was incredibly motivated to tackle these issues, reduce energy costs, and really he wanted to make his building an example for how existing and older buildings, particularly in the Bronx, could be energy efficient and could be seen as green. So knowing that they had strong motivation to act, we, along with a number of other contractors, worked with them to implement and identify various energy efficiency measures to help reduce their energy usage and operating costs.
0: Tom, before you get into the specifics, let me ask you a question. In your business, do you find that in most buildings, there is a person, an individual, an energetic personality that sort of makes these things happen on co-op and condo boards? Is that typical?
1: Absolutely. We typically find that a lot of the projects, especially ones that are multi-pronged where they undergo several energy conservation measures are usually driven by the board or individual members within the board and those are our biggest allies and then biggest proponents at the building level because there's always going to be residents that push back and we can only do so much on the engineering side it's really the people at have to face backlash and turn that backlash into optimism for energy efficiency projects because there's always some trepidation by the residents, whether they have to pay for their electric bill or they think that the heat will be less or some other areas of comfort or reasons why they may not want these projects to move forward.
0: So in the South Bronx Co-op, you had this catalyst on the board who got the thing rolling. Now tell me about the specifics. What exactly did you recommend that they do to bring that letter grade up and those energy costs down?
1: So we made a number of recommendations, and the building actually moved forward with several of those energy conservation measures. At the heart of the project was conversion from oil to natural gas, and that included both a boiler upgrade as well as installing a separate domestic hot water heating system so that they could run the hot water heater only during the non-heating months and then also run the boiler and hot water heater during the winter, which provides significant energy savings. They also installed enhanced boiler controls with indoor temperature sensors throughout the building. And they additionally upgraded the common area lighting to LED. They did a number of other projects, including a rooftop solar array, as well as finally, what was just finished at the end of last year was a submetering installation. So now the residents were and are paying for their electricity consumption, which also drives energy conservation by individual residents who want to reduce their own energy bills.
0: Now, this is quite a smorgasbord you're talking about here. This is soup to nuts. How did they pay for this rather extensive list of retrofits?
1: Like most co-ops and condos, they typically have two avenues to go down. And what they did here was that they recapitalized their mortgage to free up some capital to invest in these energy efficiency measures so that they didn't have to increase maintenance or have special one-time assessment. And Bill, I'm actually not done with what these guys are doing. So on the in-unit level, they've had several programs where they've worked with Con Edison and the multifamily energy efficiency program to bring Con Edison down there, the residents are able to swap out their light bulbs for LED light bulbs. They've also gotten replacement shower heads and aerators, and that has been done on an individual unit or resident level. And uh, right now they're also going through Energy Star certification to actually designate the building as a Energy Star certified building or a green building. They had not been eligible for that certification prior to all these efficiency measures being implemented.
0: Now, this is a nice success story. We hear about a lot of trepidation on the parts of co-op and condo boards. A lot of boards are terrified by the Climate Mobilization Act and the changes that they're going to have to make. And yet, this rather modest South Bronx co-op managed to succeed. What's the message here, Tom? What, what can you tell boards that are shaking in their boots about these fines that are looming in 2024 and again in 2030?
1: This story, I think, is a good highlight of what a co-op board working with an engineering firm can do. These projects were certainly modest capital projects, but they weren't electrification of the whole building. They utilized existing systems without making drastic changes. They did these projects over time, over several years, and all these projects had payback periods that were, you know, in the order of about five or so years. And that all was very attractive to the board and the shareholders to make these changes. And they've seen really significant results. In 2017, they had a low C with an ENERGY STAR score of a 58. And in 2021, that score improved to a 94, which puts them in the A category. They've seen an overall reduction of about 30% of their energy usage and a complete elimination of penalties with local law 97, both in 2024 and 2030.
0: Well, now that is a wonderful success story that was done with a minimum amount of pain. We always like to hear success stories. Thomas Morrison from the NPower Group, thank you so much. That's a uplifting and informative story. Thanks for sharing it with us.
1: Thank you, Bill, for having me. Great talking to you.